it's in the loft, and we are back in the loft. We have been busy. Very busy. We are finally back on the podcast, ready to talk to you. Hopefully, you're hearing this um, maybe even this week. We're recording this on the 27th of April. April, so... That kind of gives you some perspective on what we're about to talk about because we're about to talk about some things we've been doing in the month of April. Yes, exciting things. It's been a cool, awesome month. That's why we haven't been on the air, on the podcast air. Is it air? I don't know if it's air. I don't know. Because we don't really (laughs) go over the airwaves. True. Anyway, we are going to talk (laughs) about the month of April and what we've been doing and some awesome, amazing things that we've experienced and seen God do. Yeah. We um, just completed, of course, Easter at the beginning of the month, and we we at our church, for those that don't know, we do a huge Easter production called Messiah, and we have a cast of, oh, 100 people or so. We have live animals. It's, it's an event that is probably 25 years in the making and every year it gets a little bigger a little better and we saw um just you know standing room only each night and um and so many salvations countless salvations that was the the most amazing thing obviously is the fruit of that was salvation and it's really cool because um our kids love it and of course our kids are, are not kids anymore they're teenagers our youngest one's 13 our oldest one is 21. She'll be, or she's 20. She's she'll be, 20. she'll be 21 this year. <laughs> and we have watched them learn so much through watching, you know, and getting the visuals of the Messiah production. But it's really cool because our children, by our children, I mean our the children in our church now, they continue to let it live. And it's on the air. If you want to watch it, go to LCC Services on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Click on LCC Services. You can watch it all. There's two two productions of it. They're both there Thursday and Friday night. But we uh, we have some, uh, well, our entire kids' ministry, they keep watching it, uh, I think, about every week on Sundays. <laughs> they love it. And yeah. they see the Bible come to life. Kids are visual learners, so that's, that's right. awesome for them to see that. That's right. And so, you know, it's better than looking at whatever else we throw in on a screen in front of them. Yeah. So and we, they memorize the word, and they don't even realize they're memorizing the word because they memorize the lines from the play, which is straight out of the Bible. Out of the so Bible. they are learning scripture, and it's getting in their heart. Yep, that's awesome. That's right. That's right. Some friends of ours, um, their son, well, our youth pastor Nathan and Mariah Mullins, their son Oakley, last night was up after midnight. Yeah, we don't know if Mariah knows that or not. No. <laughs> But he was up after midnight last night, and we were getting uh, Snapchats from Nathan, and it was pretty funny because Oakley was up working on his part in Messiah for next year as he was watching it on the TV screen uh, off of YouTube, probably, or the website or Facebook, and he's already getting ready. And uh, what that's really, you know, we laugh about it, but that's really pretty awesome to, to be able to get the word into everybody, our children, young people. Doesn't matter. Every age. Every age needs it. Yeah, that's right. So we did that. Messiah was awesome. And then just that was on April the 1st and 2nd. And then on April 15th, 
through the 17th. We, we had, had the Gold Women's Conference. Yes. And wow, I'll let you talk yeah. about that because you host that every year. Yes. It also started uh, small. It's not it as did. old. It's not as old as the Messiah production, but started in 2011 in a small room in Tulsa, years. Oklahoma. This is our 10th one. Is, is that right? Did we uh, figure that out? 10th or 11th 11, 12, year? 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 21. 21. This was 11. That's what I thought. Okay. Wow. This was That's the awesome. 11th year. Started in a small room at the Renaissance Hotel in Tulsa. People came from everywhere. We had six or seven different states, 48 different, different churches, churches represented. Right. And I'll let you talk there about were, the rest of it. Go ahead. There were women that uh, had never been to my conference before. I think a lot of them had never been to our church before we have a lot of events at our church but I think some of them were there for the very first time and but the one common thing was that they all came hungry they were so hungry for a move of God and they were so ready their hearts were so prepared to receive what God had for them that from the very first service we just felt the power and the presence of God so thick uh, I had several women testify and say that as soon as they drove into the parking lot and got out of their cars, they could already feel the presence of the Lord. And one lady said that she could feel what had been prepared for the conference in prayer. And I thought that was really significant because we have a prayer team that prays over our gold conference. And we met together and we prayed really specific prayers this week. I mean, for this conference, leading up to the conference, um, we prayed for specific manifestations of the power and the glory and the anointing. Yep. We prayed for uh, their hearts to be ready to receive, to be opened, for the, the capacity inside of them to be expanded and enlarged so that they could receive more of God's glory than they ever have before. And we prayed really prayed hard into this I did that they would be marked by this conference and that in 10 to 15 years from now they could look back and say this is what God did for me at that conference and I've never been the same and so we love hearing testimonies um, from things that we do you know whether it's a Messiah production or our big revival in the summer camp meeting or every Sunday morning or a gold conference we pray into these things and we plow the ground because we want to see fruit and we want people to be changed and we want the glory of God to come and and just wreck us for everything that he wants you know and just change our lives and so uh, we've had so many women say my life has been forever changed um, because of what God did for me in that conference and we really saw a move of God that we haven't seen before and that's that's exactly what we prayed for. And God just answered so many prayers um, down to the details. I love it that God is so detailed that we can get specific right. and right. and he gets specific. And we can look back at our prayer journals. We prayed for this and this and this. And people will literally tell us the exact wording of things that we prayed that God did for them. And so many hearts and lives were mended and healed and healings happen physical healings and and healings of emotions and all of those kind of things everything that we prayed for came to pass and we're so so thankful and so we're just still basking in it because we're still we're still seeing the fruit and hearing the testimonies like 
every day I hear someone else say something and it's just so wonderful what God's done. And he's so faithful to us. Well, and it was almost like, um, it was so new. It was almost like a new beginning for the conference. It was, um, we, you and I both said there was a shift, something shifted and it, and it was just an open heaven. Yes. Well, we, you know, we had a vision, you had a vision for the conference, um, many years ago. And when we started it, we, we just took a big risk and stepped out and started something really not knowing how we were going to do it or what all it would require. And it's grown every year. And now it's in, at our home church in Eufaula. And we, we saw, you know, the church packed with people from out of town. They yes. came to people came from Tulsa, Oklahoma City, um, Dallas, Texas, Iowa, um, Iowa, all Missouri. over, you know, Missouri, Louisiana, all over Arkansas. And they came to experience something. And it was it was a totally new feeling. Yes. And so, like I said to you, I haven't said this to anyone else. It felt like, you know, the conference was finally brought back home. Yes. When you go have a baby, you go to the hospital out of town. Most people. Yeah. Not everybody. <laughs> well, Most we pe- do. <laughs> we do. Most people leave the house, go to the hospital. It's in a different town for us. And then there's a time and a place that you bring the baby home. And I think that's what it felt like uh, that this conference was taken to that level. Yes. Um, we already have tremendous uh, interest in next year's conference. Um, and we're already we're already working on it, planning it. We're planning it, making we'll preparations. Let, yes, we'll let you know when we know. So anyway, we just wanted to recap the conference, and yes. it was just amazing. So and if you came, thank you so much for coming. Yes. It just the uh, what's the scripture? Hope deferred makes the heart, makes the sick, heart sick, but prayers answered is a tree of life. And so when we see dreams fulfilled and prayers an- answered, it just brings so much life and so much joy. And that's how we felt since this conference is just God just right. totally fulfilled dreams. Ready and, for the next one. Yeah. And made it just more exceedingly abundantly above all that we asked or thought. That's right. And so, so good. If you have not seen or or um, or were not seen it or were not there, you can still watch it. There's nothing like being there, but you can still watch it if you go to uh, LCC or no, excuse me, go to Lighthouse Christian Center or LCC services on YouTube or Lighthouse Christian Center on Facebook or lighthouseok.org and click watch recent services all of the gold services are there they're being watched thousands of times wow and that's the, awesome. let me tell you the power of god hits kelly so hard in the last service <laughs> yeah wow you need to watch it just to see that yeah just to see the power of god it's, i'm one <laughs> that will never be the same yes since the conference it, got, has, it marked me you got rocked yeah i did and man it was amazing Hey. I think I cried for five days afterwards every time I would think about what God did. Yes. And I probably could again if I start talking about it. <laughs> but but it's just, it was so rich and so life-changing. Yes. God's so good. We we Amazing. loved it. And, loved, and it's a lot of work. A lot of people made it possible and we couldn't thank them enough. But we're ready to do it again. Yes. And so we're working on things. So stay tuned. We got and more And you know, when, I, when you and I, we both do this, we find a service that we watch on YouTube or whatever and we'll put 
something on and then we'll pray to it. Yeah. We'll pray. We'll just get that in the background. And if there's anointing on it, then we pray to it. And that's how I feel like some of those services in gold, well, any of them, yes. any, any of them would have been perfect, yes. would be perfect to put on in the background and just start praying, listen to it. To just God. let the anointing flow in your letting living room yes. or letting what, what's going on there yes, happen, here. happen in your house or wherever you're watching it. And, and just pray right in the middle of that atmosphere. And I know that God will show up and do amazing things right there in your house. He does. Yeah. We understand because it happens to us. Yes, it does. So let's get into a subject here. Um, we wanted for a little bit to talk about when I'm just going to, I haven't even labeled this podcast, but here we go. When seasons becomes a buzzword. Mm. That's what I want to call this. I like that. Yeah. When the word seasons becomes a buzzword. Um, I have a degree in business, which doesn't mean anything. And I understand marketing, which doesn't mean anything. So I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. But I do want to say this, that um, in marketing and in advertisement, there are certain words that will trigger certain responses. There are certain words that will trigger responses in you to become hungry and want to eat. And so they use those words and they use those, actually even colors. Did you know uh, orange and red are supposed to make you hungry? Really? That's why Burger King and McDonald's are those oh, yeah. colors. True. And there's other colors that are supposed to, uh, you know, make you, make the brain think a certain way or a certain way. So there's these buzzwords and these techniques that are used in advertising that, um, you know, invoke a certain response from people and they use those to sell products. Right. And we have to be careful in ministry because a lot of times we get into places. Stay with me here. If you're listening and you're a preacher and you're already mad, don't get mad. We'll come around. Just stay with me. Yeah. But there are certain things, and I'm a preacher and I'm one of them. I'm talking about myself. We get kind of stuck on a topic or a sentence or a buzzword. And we just, you know, to, to be totally honest with you, and I did it as much as anybody for a long time, you couldn't hear a preacher anywhere preach anything without using the word destiny. It didn't yeah, matter what was going on. Everybody had to use the word destiny. And it <laughs> had to, it you know, it if it wasn't a sermon about destiny, you know, whatever. And there's so much in that message. And that message does need to be preached and always will need to be preached. You right. can go back before that, before our time in ministry when we were just kids and if it wasn't about faith if the word faith wasn't in there uh, if word of faith wasn't what was going on then it wasn't a message right. and for a huge season that's all people preach now these are great subjects I'm not saying their subjects are wrong the subjects are not wrong sometimes we get stuck on a subject instead of listening to what God wants to say when it doesn't include that subject. And I'm as guilty of anyone as always preaching, teaching, talking about seasons. And we can explain off everything as it's just a season you're going through. Right. People have bad days, bad weeks, bad months, bad things happen to people. Oh, it's just a season. People have, you know, good seasons, good days, whatever, bad days, whatever, you know, I know people who've had bad seasons that have lasted their entire life. Yeah. 
So that, that wasn't a then season. That's not a season. That wasn't a season. <laughs> right. Because a season has to change. Has to change. And we've preached that message. And so while a lot of times we don't dig deeper to find the answer, we just decide, oh, it's a season. And in doing that, the Bible says give no place to the devil. And when if we're not careful, we give place to the devil, not because of, of some sin, but we give place to the devil in like, okay, I'll tolerate you, devil, for this for a while yeah because it must be a season i'm in yeah but i don't i can't find anywhere in the scripture where we have to go through any season that uh, that is a moment where the devil gets access into our lives and control and control yeah you can't convince me that sickness is a season it's not a season right it's a devil it's an yes. attack of the devil and it's it's supposed to go and it's already defeated by the blood that's right. And so you can't convince me that, you know, I have to just accept every bad thing in my life as a season I'm going through. Right. That's right. Well, you know, I I was studying for my message for the Women's Conference, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me something. I was studying about fire in Deborah, because Deborah was married to Lapidoth. His name means fire. And she was... Lapidoth, that's a cool name. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I mean, can you imagine? We're through having kids. <laughs> we're not naming any grandkids Lapidoth. No, but, but well, if we get another dog... Lapidoth? Yeah, we can call be, him Lappy for short. Maybe. He's <laughs> a lap dog. Slappy Lappy. Lappy okay. the lap dog. <laughs> so get a little one that sits in your lap. <laughs> you really chased a rabbit right here. Well, sorry, I couldn't resist. It's <laughs> okay. Lapidoth means fiery one or fire, and Deborah means fiery woman or a woman that carries torches. And so I was I was uh, studying on the fire and how that Deborah, you know, she had a covenant with fire. She was married to fire. I mean, that is a big thing. Like she was with fire every day, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, "Fire, the fire of God is not seasonal." Right. There it doesn't go. matter no. what you're going through. It doesn't matter how many things are crashing down around you or what the devil's trying to do here and there, which we give the devil way too much credit for everything. It doesn't matter what day it is. The fire of God is not seasonal no. on our lives. That's right. The fire has to be there every single day. When the Israelites were in the wilderness, when they were in the desert, they had the fire by night and the cloud by day every day to lead them. They they followed it. It was their direction. It was where they went. So fire is not seasonal. And another thing that is not seasonal is praise. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. So it doesn't matter if it there are good things going on or if there are tough things, rough things, hard things going on. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Praise is not seasonal. Right. It's never dependent. Praise is a sacrifice and it's not dependent upon your emotions. It's not dependent upon your circumstances. It is not dependent on the way you feel on the day of the week, whatever. He is always worthy of our praise. And we, it says we will bless the Lord at all times. Amen. That's right. So, I mean, praise happens in the, on the good days when things are going great. But for Paul and Silas, praise still had to take place in, in, the, prison. in the prison. Yeah. Praise, praise is not a response 
to what God does for us. That mm. is thanksgiving. That's right. We give thanksgiving to God. We t- we're thankful because of what he does for us. We we thank him back. But we don't praise God based on what he gave us. Otherwise, no. there's no you can't chase. Um, you can't you can't give God enough praise to catch up with all that he's done for us. That's true. So we praise God because we love him. Yes. Because we we want his presence. We want his his glory. And so I want his presence and his glory, whether it's a good season or a bad season. Absolutely. It's not about the praise isn't about the season. No. Fire, you're talking about fire. Fire happens, you know, when we talk about the fire in the spiritual sense, we're talking about the glory of God, the presence of God, the the upper room fire. That's what it was actually fire that manifested on people's heads. Yes, yes. And so a lot of connections with fire and what that means in the supernatural. But when you think about even the natural, fire works no matter what's going on in the seasons. Yes. I mean, in the winter, you build a fire to stay warm. In the summer, you build a fire to burn the trash. Or cook your food. Or cook your food. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah. fire's irrelevant to the temperature. That's true. Fire's irrelevant to whether this, what, what what's going on. It works all the time. Yes. So um, it, it's just, you know, so, and, and even in our lives, there's some things that we go through that are intended to be for life and not for a season. Yes. Marriage is not intended to be for a season no. it's for life i'm glad you said that i was thinking about that earlier because of deborah having the covenant with fire well it was a marriage covenant with lapidoth that she had and marriage is forever a lot of people don't believe that right now and they yep. think it's optional but it's not it's a covenant before god between one man and one woman till death do us part and it's a covenant is something that you don't lightly break Yes. It's not something that you break because your mood changes or something hurts your feelings or you have a fight or you have a misunderstanding or, you know, there can be some serious things happen, but a covenant's a covenant. Yes. You keep that covenant and you don't break that covenant. So you don't break a covenant with fire and you don't break a covenant with praise. You don't break your covenant with God just because... Things around you, circumstances around you change. That's exactly it. That's it. So, And you know, in Acts, let me throw this in too before you go on. In Acts, when the disciples, you know, they, they got filled with the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. And you, you were talking about fire sitting on their heads. But when they went out and preached and told people about Jesus and preached the gospel and healed the sick, they were persecuted. And like you said, you know, they were in prison praising. But... Every time they they faced horrible, intense persecution, they always came back and got refilled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. So after persecution, they came back and got refilled with the fire. They got more fire That's right. after they were persecuted. They didn't get persecuted and they go, you know what? I need a break. Yeah. I need to just chill out. I need to. I need a season. I need a season rest of or no whatever. fire. Yeah. I need a season of, of just being a normal person and watching TV. They didn't do that. They came back and they got refilled with the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's right. So good. People, people have used the word season to explain off, not just things they tolerate in their life in the sense of sickness comes into my life. It's a season in the sense of lack comes into my life. It's a season. No, we also not, we, not you and me, but the church 
has also um, used complacency and things yes. that we decide to do. We decide right. to, you know, I'm not as close to God as I once was, but it's just a, it's season, just a season I'm going yeah. through. You can't. That's a no. bunch of junk. It's the, not, I, I'm not as commit. I, I used to be, you know, so in the word and I'll get back there. But right now I'm just not in that season. No, right now no. you just, you just you halfway, got lukewarm. Yeah. <laughs> you're just halfway between being saved and being backslidden. In other words, you, you are on the wrong, you're going the wrong direction. Yes. And, and, and you have to identify those lies of the enemy. That's not the word. That's not the word. That's not the word. I used to be so on fire. I used to do this for the Lord, or I used to be in the word this much. I used to pray this much. That's not, that's not seasonal. You can't let the enemy lie to you because it's robbing you. That's right. It's robbing you of living in victory and living in the power of God and, and in the authority of God. I, I feel like so many times people just accept that they settle for those things. And then they wonder, wonder why certain things are happening in their life the way they are. Well, they don't, they're not walking in that authority that God's given them because they've decided that they're in a season of not as much prayer, not as much word. Yeah, it's and an, that's that's just a lie from the enemy. No, the fire of God's for you every day. We right. should we should be boiling hot for God, that's boiling right. hot for Him every day. If you use if you used to be closer to God, more on fire for God, more dedicated to church, attend church more. If you used to do any of those things and now you don't, that has nothing to do with the season. Right. That has to do with you need to get back yes. closer to God. Don't let the enemy steal that from you. Because we're we're we go through good days, bad days, good times, bad times. We go through seasons. Yes. But we stay close to God the same. Right. And it's um he's the same God in every season i've been studying first kings chapter 20 it's this story's been really sticking out to me and i'll just paraphrase a lot of it but ben hadad is the king of syria ahab is the king of israel in in first kings chapter 20 and basically they're going back and forth i'm just going to really really paraphrase this they're going to go back and forth and they're sending messengers to each other ben hadad the the king of syria is threatening the Israel and sending these messages um, and they're basically two kings just they're they're not in agreement it's this fiction something bad's fixing to go down and it finally does go down and a battle takes place and of course Israel wins the battle but the king of Syria Ben Hadad he escapes the battle says he escaped on horseback and he's gone so uh, a man of God came and warned that at the turn of the year, there's going to be something else happen. He's this thing's not over because Ben Hadad hasn't forgotten forgotten it. And there's a conversation that's picked up about what the Syrians thought as they have lost a battle, but they don't think the war is over. And in verse First Kings twenty verse twenty three, it says, "And the servants of the king of Syria said unto him, Their gods are gods of hills." Therefore, they were stronger than us because we fought on them. They fought us on the mountaintop. But let us fight against them in the valley or the plain, because surely we are stronger than them in the valley. Mm. And so basically what they said, what they're saying is we lost only because we fought on the mountaintops. And, though you know, that's a that's an army that's only specialized to win on the mountaintops. But get them down here in the low places where we are and we'll win. 
And of course, wow. that sounds just like the devil, doesn't yes, it? Yes, that sounds does. just like the devil. Yep. He's going to explain away every victory. Yeah. He's going to explain on. away every miracle, every everything you've won. We get close to God. That was just for a camp meeting service. That mm-hmm. was just for a revival service. That was just for a gold conference. Right. You're not, it's not going to always be that way. You're not going to yeah. always feel. It. And the devil's just lurking back and waiting and saying, wait a minute, wait till I catch them on a Tuesday in the middle of May, and when they're not even expecting it, I'm going to hit them hard, and I'll win this. Wait till they're at work, and something's going wrong, and they don't have, you know, all their brothers and sisters around and praying, believing. It's not not Sunday. Then I'll get them. No. So that's what 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 the Syrians are actually believing here, is we're going to get them in the, we're going to get them in the low place. We're going to get them Mm. in the valley. We'll catch them on the weekdays, week week as in week as in not strong. We'll, we'll catch them. W e a k. Yes, and then in verse twenty eight it says there came a man of God and spake to the king of Israel. So word through the man of God yeah, gets back on. to to the king of Israel, and he says, because the Syrians. This is what the man of God said. Thus says the Lord, because the Syrians have said that the Lord is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. This was an insult to God. He said, Therefore will I deliver this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Wow. God is angry because they, they, the Syrians declared, Oh, he's only the God of the hills, but he's not the God of the valleys. He's, that is, I mean, if that's not a picture of modern day Christianity, yeah. oh yeah, as long as we tell you how great everything is in your life, as long as we convince you you're living your best life now and you're on the hilltop, right? You're going through the best season. You're going through, as long as we convince you of that, then we can pastor you. We can teach you. We can we, we you know everything's going to be okay. But yeah. the word of God is the same even in the valleys. Come on. And so we shouldn't fear. What am I? get into this whole thing about and boil so it all good. down to this yeah is we should not fear a change of season yeah because it's not going to change the outcome i still win he's the god in the valley as much as he is on the mountaintop yes. so the power of god's the same whether i'm high or whether i'm low right the presence of god is the same whether i'm up or whether i'm down whether i have money in the bank or whether i don't whether i'm battling sickness or whether i'm not if family problems exist or if they don't the power, the presence, and the demonstration of God's glory is just the same. He's yes. the God of the hills and yes. the valleys. Yes. And That's it's so an good. insult to God mm. to declare, no, he's only the God of, uh, uh, of you just want a million dollars and you'll praise me now. No, Job proved. Yeah, that's that true. even Good in point. the lowest place, yes, he would still praise God Come on. just the same. Paul and Silas proved Ooh. even in the prison, he was still they they were still going to give God the same amount of praise. Why? Because he's the God of the hills that's and so of the valleys. valleys. He's the same yes. yesterday, today, forever. Yesterday I was on the hilltop. Today, I might be in the valley. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, I might be back on the hilltop. But he's the same same. yesterday, today, forever. He never changes. So quit thinking that you have to accept bad things in your life because it's a season that changed. No, you might just be in a valley. That's true. But the good news is, even if you're in the valley, he's the same in the valley as he is on the mountaintop. Yes. He said, it says in the scripture that I will make a way in the wilderness 
and I will make rivers in the, the desert. desert. That's the valley. Yeah. The river can only flow in the valley. In a low place. The water yeah. doesn't stay up on the mountaintop. Mm -mm. Come on. And rivers produce life. And yes. what's planted by the rivers lives. In the book of Psalms, it says, we are like a tree planted yes. by the rivers yes. of water. Don't be afraid of the valley because that's where the river flows. That's where life is. And I'm not going to have to, I'm, I'm not just going to accept, well, I'm going through something and it's just a season. No, I might be in a valley, but I'm not going to be sick in the valley. That's I might right. be in a valley, but I'm not going to be broke in the valley. I might be in a valley, but he's with me. Right. He said he prepares a table before me in the presence, presence in the my, valley, yes. in the presence of my enemies. They yeah, can be encompassed all the way around me, but I'm going to sit here and feast, feast. Yes. on Ooh. his presence, yes. whether I'm on the mountaintop or I'm in the valley. valley. And God so is insulted when we say yeah, he's only the God of the hills, Come on. but he's not the God of the valleys. That's right. You got me preaching. Hey, yeah, that's good stuff, man. I'm, I'm. If I had an organ here, I'd. <laughs> well, fire is not seasonal. Praise is not seasonal. And guess what else is not seasonal? The Holy Spirit just spoke this to me while you were preaching just now. Good. Victory is not seasonal. There you go. Come on, we got the victory on the hilltop. We got the victory in the valley. No matter what we go through. I mean, you you talked about it. Paul and Silas had the victory. They were. In a prison. Shackled. Shackled and chained. Well, the, the Israelites had the victory. The yes. Syrian army is the one saying, you, yeah, we, yeah. Lo we lost on the mountaintop, but come down that here to our turf. Yep. Mm -hmm. Come down in the nope. valley. Because God's people, we have the victory. It's not seasonal. That's right. Victory is not hey, seasonal. I mean, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, the country singer from here in Oklahoma with friends in low places, Garth Brooks. Oh, Garth Brooks. Yeah. 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 I don't need <laughs> friends in low places. Whether it's high, low, Somewhere in between, all we need is God. That's right. I've got friends. I got a friend named Jesus. He's in the high and the low places. That's right. I got he's a friend. Everywhere. I got a friend named Jesus that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So good. It so doesn't good. change. He doesn't change. Mm -hmm. He's. I mean, the grass changes because of the seasons. The trees right. change because of the seasons. We don't have to just accept that we have victory in one season and defeat in the next. No. Defeat isn't in our plan. It's not seasonal. It's not. It's not in God's plan for us to be defeated. He didn't go. He didn't send his son to the cross to take stripes on his back to die for us and to raise again. That's right. For us to ever have defeat. Does that mean that we won't go through hard things? No, it does not. Because we've been through plenty of hard things. But God always brings the victory. That's exactly right. Amen. Wow. We've gone on for 35 minutes here. Didn't feel That's like good it. good stuff. Yes. Well. We're glad to be back, yes. and we are uh, going to try to get on here more often. Mm -hmm. A lot coming up. If you are listening to this, um, and it's, yeah, I don't know, you might be listening to this after June, but it's, if it's before June 13th or the 16th, get to Lighthouse Camp Meeting 2021 is coming up, and we're going to be talking about a lot of, a lot of other good things on our uh, Facebook pages, Jonathan and Kelly Parish Ministries, or Jonathan Parish or Kelly Parish individually. You can also... Go to kellyparish.com, get some music there, download on iTunes, Google Play, a Apple uh, Apple Music, Amazon, all the above. 
you can go get the invitation, which we almost sold out of. Yes. Which is at kellyparish.com, as well as Amazon or anywhere you buy books. Yes. She is a co-writer with Tracy Mitchell and uh, many other ladies um, who put together this journal for ladies called The Invitation. It's awesome. All kinds of fun stuff going on. So yes. we don't want you Good stuff. to miss out, and we want to hear from you. So don't just watch the podcast. Share it. Um, let people know. Uh, and we want to hear from you yes we do give us a it's been uh, fun give us a good rating if you're on uh, itunes give us a five stars five stars (laughs) it helps us out a lot yes it does so we are going to be back soon hopefully sounds good we'll we'll figure it out some way we're busy but we we love you guys and we love to talk to you on in the loft and this has been in In the the loft with jonathan and kelly see you next time (laughs) 